National says the government's been way too slow in bolstering police numbers in cyclone-hit Hawke's Bay. The Prime Minister has announced more police are being sent in despite initially hosing down residents' concerns, saying there was no state of lawlessness. While today Chris Hipkins says people have a right to feel nervous, anxious and angry. And joining us now is National Party Police spokesperson Mark Mitchell. They're sending in more resources, Mark, so they've got it covered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah 15 days, 16 days, um, too late. Um, right on day one, I said that they needed to um, send in overwhelming numbers and force to give people a sense of safety and security. They were in a state of emergency. A lot of them were cut off. A lot of them didn't have communications. Um, uh, a, a lot of people have lost everything that they own. Um, the one thing that the government must be take seriously and be responsible for is being able to make people actually feel safe and secure, and they completely failed in that. Yeah, so the police commissioner has repeatedly said that crime statistics have not risen in these districts. On the other hand, you have residents saying they feel scared. So who, who's right? Well, the, he, look, the police commissioner made a big error in coming out and telling people that were under a state of emergency that had no comms. And at the public meeting that I attended last night, they asked for a show of hands of people that had had some form of looting or intimidation or had some type of incident and um, hadn't reported it, over a third of the people there put their hand up. And then they went on to say that they were using the uh, 105 number, which was a complete failure because um, all they were doing was getting a text message back. And these are people whose houses are two metres under silt, um, telling them, trim your hedges. Um, It might help stop uh, looting. Seriously? Yeah, absolutely. And what were people saying had happened in their cases? So what they'd done is a lot of them had established um, their own patrols and roadblocks because they found that um, there was looting starting to happen, people coming onto their properties, uh, the gangs were very active. They are terrified. The people in the in the Hawke's Bay are terrified of the gangs to the point in the meeting last night that they don't even want to mention um, who they are. And by the way, the gangs had one of their women there last night with gang patches on uh, at the meeting, which, of course, was a complete affront. Yeah, and, but, they're, uh, but they're community members too, right? That's what some, you know, they're community members too. So should they not be no, allowed to no, attend no, the meeting? That, that, well, it's me, I wouldn't let them be at the meeting. Absolutely not. I'd ban them. They're not When they want to rejoin society in a positive way, then let's do that. And I'd be the first one to step up for any gang member, especially one that's got a family that actually wants to leave that criminal life, break that intergenerational cycle and rejoin society in a positive way. I'd be the first one to step up and help them. But while they continue to peddle meth and violence and family harm, then no, they don't actually deserve the same consideration. Okay, so the fear is real and people acknowledge that. I'm wondering, is the threat real or is it a perception in some cases? We've heard examples of people saying um, other, other residents are coming in and taking things from their discarded goods pile. And, and they're regarding that as looting. Well, it's rubbish, well, I, isn't it? I mean, uh, Lisa, I think go back and have a look at the um, public meeting. All the media were there, yep. which was a good thing, and the government got called out on the narrative that they're trying to sell you guys, and they are scared, and there is looting. And people were standing up and giving very clear examples of their own experiences and what had happened to them. Residents, so, um, so, residents so, also so, said they're arming themselves, Mark. Do you have any concerns about that? Of course I have concerns about that. They shouldn't be in a position where they feel like they have to take up arms to protect themselves and their families, but that's the position that they feel they've been put in. Andrew Costa has um, conceded that some of his comments have been unhelpful. You know what? I'm gonna, it's, it's common knowledge that I don't agree 
with the way that um, that his approach to policing in New Zealand, uh, and you know, that, but I'm going to defend him on this one. Um, he's been thrown under the bus by a prime minister that should not have gone anywhere near um, that making the comments that he did about road workers who are out trying to support their community and were held at gunpoint. He was acting on information given to him by the commissioner. You're playing a political card now, aren't you, Mark? He he didn't need to comment. All he needed to say was quite simply this. The people people in the Hawke's Bay are under a state of emergency. We take their safety and security as a priority and we will treat any report seriously and we'll follow up on it. He didn't need to come out and say it. Some substantiated make comments like that. He's the prime minister and he should never have gone down that road. The police, I don't know what went wrong in terms of the information, but what all, all Hipkins has done is quite simply throw Costa under the bus and use him as a scapegoat. And by the way, in defence of Andrew, during that state of emergency, I had the surf lifesavers there who were getting burnt out after five days and doing 160 um, rescues on the first night. They were getting no support or help down there. They, they called me. I called Andrew and said, listen, they need help. You need to get more lifesavers in from somewhere else to actually support them. Andrew went away and made that happen. So I'm supportive of him. Um, you know, he, he actually provided some real assistance and help there. But he's been thrown under the bus on this. The frontline police are doing an outstanding job. I spoke to frontline police uh, in the Hawke's Bay and Wairau and in Gisborne today. They are working as hard as they can, but they needed more numbers. And the government failed. They didn't put the okay. numbers in that they need, and now they're responding. Appreciate your time, Mark. Thank you very much for joining us. That is Mark Mitchell, who is the National Party's police spokesperson there.